Dear Diary, today I interviewed JP. He's a baseball mascot somewhere in the US. I can't say much, but it was a good interview. And I also apologize for the background noise. Alrighty, take a listen. Hello. Hello. Hey, how are you? Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we're good. Is it too noisy in here or? There's some background noise, but it should be fine. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let me know if it gets, if you can't hear me. Oh, okay. Awesome. And then did you want to get started? Sure. Alrighty. (laughs) So how long have you been a mascot? I'm going on my second season. Awesome. And why did you decide to be a mascot? I've always wanted to to try it and do it. And in I grew up in uh, in Chicagoland area, and the, really the opportunities weren't there. So when I moved, they had a, uh, a job fair for mascots. So figured, why not go for it? We're not giving your team name or anything, but when you when you I guess when you interviewed for this team, was that your first mascotting position? Yes. And is it full time or do you have more than one job? It's it's full time. I do other jobs on the side, but it's pretty much full time, especially when the season comes up. It's uh you can't really do anything else. Yeah. So, I mean, you're the mascot for all the games and you do all the appearances like in the community. Is that correct? I I do most of them, yes. Oh, okay. So you have a backup? Yes, there's other people that will go in if I'm unavailable. Oh, okay. Is this your career path? Like, this is what you want to pursue? Uh, Absolutely. Yes. I, uh, there's a few teams opening up in the higher levels. Uh, at the end of this year, early next year, which uh, we got the new Vegas teams and stuff like that. So hopefully uh, I'll move on that way. So you're willing to relocate and all that? Yes. That's cool. So did you have to audition for this particular position? I had to do it a little bit. I'm 6'3". Oh, wow. So, so first thing we had to do is actually try on the suit. Yeah. And then I did an appearance like three, four days later and to see how it went. It was a smaller one. And then from there, it just kept going on. So you, you fit in the suit and everything. Was it like a tight squeeze or, or was it pretty? No, yeah, totally fit. Yeah, totally fit for the most part. I'm just a little taller, but um, the straps were able to hold on and and the shoes went over so it worked out well yeah <laughs> yeah because i mean that's a concern for one of my listeners who's trying to pursue mascotting and he's like six two so you're t- even taller than him so oh my goodness <laughs> yeah um, six three uh well the the tigers just had an opening for their main mascot and it was i think it was five seven to five nine uh-huh and boston just had a backup mascot in think that was like five seven tallest yeah i think we've talked about like five seven seems to be that sweet spot for for mascots but i feel like that's really i don't know i mean i guess it's average for a guy i thought average height was five nine for a guy but i don't know i 
I think a taller mascot's a better one due to the fact that you you could see them in a crowd. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> and and plus it's you add height like with that helmet and everything, especially if you got like some like a hat on or there's just stuff going on at the top of your head, you know, of your mascot head. It's it's really I'm probably really tall, seven foot in the suit. Yeah. Yeah. I How gotta, do you fit through doors? How are you fitting through the doors? Like, do you have to bend over and like? Uh, yeah, bend over. Know where the doors are at and bend over so you know you're clearing it. I got pretty good at it. <laughs> and have you ever scared any kids or anything like that or no? Um. Y- yes, but they're they're just scared of something new. Yeah. I actually try to do the the Lucille way. And, you know, if they're, he said, if they're, treat them like a, a new dog that you're seeing for the first time, <laughs> let them sniff you out a little bit, let them get used to you. And then they'll come around. And I've done that. And that actually works extremely well. Yeah. Don't approach them. Just let them come to you. And then eventually it works out well. Yeah. The adults that are scared, though, they just run away and. Well, those are just crazy people. So I'm going to jump right into that. How do you deal with the unsupervised children, the crazy teens, and maybe the drunk adults or crazy women? Um, the kids, I at our ballpark, we have a lot of the same kids. So they actually know what I look like outside the suit also. Oh, really? Wow. So they actually sometimes help. And say somebody's doing something that they're not supposed to be doing, they'll be like, hey, they could feel that. And then that usually calms everything down. And then what about with the adults or like maybe the women? Uh, Adults, they're they're mostly behaved. I gotta (laughs) say that. Adults are mostly behaved. Uh, we, We have a couple drinking nights per week. And you only get occasionally one or two really bad ones, but, you know, it's sometimes I think they forget there's a human underneath. Yeah. So, but our adults are really, actually really good about treating the mascots. You mentioned when we were emailing back and forth and trying to schedule that you were the first uh, professional mascot out there to have uh diabetes so can you talk more about that i mean what type are you diagnosed with i was i'm diagnosed with type one and that happened what seven years ago i should have been in a coma they don't know even know how i was walking around my sugars were like a thousand four hundred range and it's been sort of a long battle to get to where i'm at today but um my sugars are actually, my A1C is actually 6.0, which is unheard of for type 1s. I take really good control of it and care of it. So that's good. I mean, you didn't know in the beginning, like, that, like, you didn't notice any symptoms or anything? Like, um, the funny thing is, the symptoms were, I was worried. I worked for a, uh, a, trolley and double decker company out of chicago 
and I would either be driving to buses or giving a tour. And I just thought it was, you know, just sweating and the weather keep getting to me. And after a while, I was just like getting really, really sick after lunch. And so I went to the doctor and I was like, yeah, these are the pants that used to fit. I wore pants that I started a trolley company in and I could put like two of me in there. And then, uh, they told me and then it was a, it was a battle since. So what have you been doing? Like, I feel like you have to be on, you must be on a strict diet and just be watching like what you eat and like all of your intake and when you eat. So how does that play into prepping, you know, before a game or something or an event? Um, not not too much. It's um, I, well, I'm on a Medtronic pump, oh, okay. which really helps. It doesn't. I don't uh, put needles in me. It just does it all for me, and I put how much I eat. So before a game, I could eat something that's 50 carbs, and then put in 50 carbs, and it'll give me the right amount. And then I take off the pump while I'm in the suit because. It'll actually destroy the insulin. Oh, okay. Because of the heat the, or what? <laughs> or I don't it, know. The suit's just so hot. Yeah. Wow. So we take we take off the pump, and then when I come back in, I put it on. And then when I go back out, I take it off. Uh, recently, after the end of uh, appearances, I've been in the, like, 80 to 82. Mm-hmm. And the girlfriend makes me eat extremely healthy, so... That's good. <laughs> and so, oh man, I had two questions and I lost one. Oh yeah. So how, how often do you break? Um, so we do our, we go out there for, it's about 45 minutes to an hour. And then actually that's longer than that. So we go out there for an hour and a half actually. Then I take a break and then, um, matters how quickly things move along in the game. We could be out there within 20 minutes or we could be out there in 45 minutes for like a birthday. And then, and then I come back after I do all the, uh, luxury boxes and then I take a small little break and then I go back out there. So I take about three breaks. Do you think this impedes your ability to be like a great mascot or it's just something, you know, that you're dealing with every day and it's not going to matter? Like it's not going to affect how you mascot. I actually think it makes it better. Uh, I think you have a a better knowledge of your body. Yeah. And your in what you're taking. I think a lot of people don't look at the nutrition labels. And so when that happens, you know, things you could feel bad. You could be completely healthy and take a lot of sugar in and don't even know it, which I have to look. So I think it actually diabetics, I think have an advantage in mascoting. That's cool that you take it as a positive and that it just, it makes you more aware. And I think that's a good attitude to have, whether it's something with, you know, being diagnosed with diabetes or something else. I mean, Throughout the interviews, I've noticed it's like just taking things for being a positive. You know what I mean? So that's cool. So what's the most daring thing that you've ever done in the suit? 
See, I was trying. <laughs> I was trying to think of that. Um, at the end of last season, I had a stress fracture in my foot for <sighs> like, oh yeah, about a month, and so I wasn't actually able to do a lot of stuff. So I, I was actually able to play around more with players, like uh, because I wasn't capable of doing different things like jumping up on a tarp and doing slides and around off the tarp. I wasn't able to do anything like that. So I think the some of these guys are big guys. And when you go up to them and you're messing with them, it's, it's sometimes intimidating on the other end. So messing with the players. Yeah. I love messing with the players. Some of them are, some of them are in the opposing teams are I'm friends with. So it's even fun to mess with them even more. That's cool. And so did you get the stress fracture while mascotting? Yeah, I was running and I just felt this pain in my foot. And then um, it's all healed now. It took a, it took a while to, uh, to heal. Now I'm doing it. Uh, I have some medicine for the... Uh, tendon that goes underneath it because it was pinched for so long so do you think it was the extra weight like of the suit or something like i don't know no i just hit it wrong oh okay yeah i just it just hit wrong and then uh, and then there it went you know sometimes your body just says ow yeah so i kind of want to get into like the suit and like I feel like professional mascots, like, uh, your, your suit, do you have the ring around it? Like, I was trying to check out pictures and, like, it, sometimes it's, like, hard sell. Do you have, like, the big belly ring? Yeah, I have a an actual mesh fat suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what you call it, a mesh fat suit. I just call it, like, the rings or whatever. <laughs> yeah, there's, um, in my particular suit, there's a bunch of rings. Uh-huh. There's some that are just one ring. And then this one has 11 rings in there. Yeah. Yeah, from the top to bottom, there's 11, and it's sort of a pain to clean. Yeah. I mean, you have to take out each individual ring and then bleach it, and then put them, putting them back is actually the harder of the two. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, I mean, when you put on everything, how much heavier or how much would you say like the whole thing weighs? I mean, how do you lug that thing around? Um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big guy. So it's, I think it's easier for me. Um, the helmet is probably 20, 20 pounds. Oh and, my uh, God. The fat to the, uniform and the shoes are probably another 15 20 wow that's like a lot on your body like physically that's crazy and i wanted to get some advice because i might be the easter bunny this saturday by the time this comes out it'll be money monday so i don't but i'm not sure like i mentioned this last episode i was i went to work like yesterday and we were talking about the event that's coming up 
I they didn't name me as the Easter Bunny. Like they were still talking about like the other girl was gonna get it, and I was like, dang it! Like I might just be Bunny Security, so I might like have to you know shift some things around to like try and get my way, like <laughs> to try and be the Easter Bunny. But what what is some advice about like what to wear like under the suit? Like what do you okay. wear? <laughs> I, I go through four or five shirts a day. So oh, yeah. bring lots of like Under Armour, Nike Fit shirts. Okay. And and I wear uh, Under Armour, Nike Fit shirts. And then I wear, uh, I wear Under Armour leggings. And then uh, Lululemon underwear is actually beautiful. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Can we just, so you wear women's underwear too? No, no, Lululemon's makes uh, men's underwear. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, those Sorry, are my, like, what? probably my favorite to be between the Nike Under Armour and Lululemon. Those are probably the most sweat wicking. Oh, okay. And they're made for hot yoga and stuff like that. So you would hopefully think that they would do a better job than everybody else. Yeah. Alrighty, so lots of, okay, Under Armour stuff, extra clothes. I don't think I have that many, like, yoga pants or whatever that I could switch out. Yeah, um, I, and those heat gear Under Armour leggings are awesome. Okay. I only go through one pair uh, a day, but shirts go through a lot of those. Yeah, okay. Alrighty. And, and a couple extra socks. Oh, okay. Because your feet are going to get wet. Alrighty. Because I think it's, I mean, it's just the regular bunny suit. There's no rings to it or anything. It's the same bunny suit every year. But I just want to be prepared. And then, I don't know, I might have to share the suit. So that's kind of grossing me out, like, thinking about it. Like, so that's why I'm like, dude, I'm wearing long sleeve. And, like, I don't want that other person's sweat to, like, touch me when I go in there. So Yeah, I don't like other people's sweat. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. But, I mean, who knows? It might not even happen, so... Um, but thank you. Thank you for those tips. No problem. So do you handle your own Twitter account? No. Oh, boo. What's your opinion on mascots being able to have a voice on Twitter or social media? I think they know, like, if you, if you have somebody come up to you and like, oh, thank you for being here. It means so much. And this is my story. You could share it quicker than having to give it to somebody else and they give it to somebody else. Yeah. I think that you mask us that handle on our own Twitter is able to be more thankful to the people around them quicker. Yeah. Do you think that you would ask to run your own account or like, no, that's just, that's someone else's job completely. Yeah. That's just somebody else's job. There's oh. their title to, to, uh, to take care of all the social media stuff. Okay. Make sure nobody says anything wrong and stuff like that. Yeah. So I understand that aspect because you don't want somebody saying something bad. Yeah. And then, so have you ever been in an inflatable suit? I feel like maybe in your profession, like that might have come across, but like, I don't know. I just like, I wonder about those. I really want to interview someone who's actually been in the inflatable suit. Like, I've never, we have one, but I've never been in it. Oh, boo. It, it is supposed to be a lot cooler. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Because, I mean, there's like a fan going in there, right? <laughs> and, and everybody I know that's been into him is like doing like 
on their Facebook or whatever. It's, it's, it's actually a lot easier, I hear. Yeah. Oh, man. That's crazy. I, I recently like saw a whole routine with that and I just thought it, it was really cool. Before I didn't really get the point and I was like, oh no, like this is cool. Like they, you could do a lot of things and stuff. You could, like flip it over and then, yeah, so that's crazy. Yeah, they're, they're, they say they're fun. They're just a little bit harder to see out of, they say. Yeah, that was another thing too because I had no, I mean, I was obviously far away at a game, but I was like, well, what? I got to get closer to that thing. I want to <laughs> check this thing out. I'm always, I'm constantly looking, like I'm constantly observing. Like I, I just came back from a theme park where I took one of my best friend's kids, right? So I had a party and she was going to bring the boys, but she didn't, she wasn't able to make it. And that was going to be their first interaction, like with a mascot, right? Cause I had a mascot at the party and I was like, darn it. Like I really wanted to see like what happened. So. When we took him to this theme park, so we saw Snoopy, I picked him up and I kind of just took him over there. So he was, there was someone in between, you know, like Snoopy and him. And he was fine. He was kind of, I think he freaked out afterwards. He was like, wait, what the heck just happened? You know, he's like (laughs) two, he's going to be two. And then um, we saw Charlie Brown. And um, so me and my friends went over. Charlie Brown like went down on his knee and he was trying to like fist bump him because he was just like standing there, but he wasn't crying. I feel like he was just like feeling it out. He was like, what's going on? He did like the fist bump. And then finally, like we just turned him around because the line started for me because there was no one there like when we first got there. And so my friend just turned him around, like took the pictures and then like we left. But yeah, like the, he didn't cry and I was like, oh, look, yeah, he did good. But I was, I don't know. I was just like observing like how he like got down to his level, you know, and just waited for him to, you know, come close. He played peekaboo with him. Like it was just really cool. I was like, oh, yeah. So, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> and so what's the hardest part about mascotting? The season long grind. Like you're, you do the grind as long as the players do, which, uh, which is rough on everybody. So I would say the most, the hardest thing would be the grind of the season. Well, you go seven, eight days in being outdoors. It's sometimes really hot. Yeah. So you got to just hydrate and you have to be in pretty decent shape to, to be out there. Since you're pursuing this as a career, do you think, um, like what would be your ideal mascotting job, I guess? whether it's like ice hockey, I guess, or like a short season, like with, I don't know, soccer, I guess is short for me. So um, I would stick with baseball. It's, uh, you know, every, every day is different. It's every element's different, but you know, it's, uh, that's just uh, the toughest part. I think for any mascot, even if you're not doing it full time, it's just, you know, the the heat of the weather and all that. And so what's the best part about mascotting? Interacting with people. It, that's got to be, if you don't want to interact with people, then you're in the wrong job. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, interaction is the funnest part for me. I, I love interacting with people and making them laugh. And what's, What mascots inspire you? Uh, definitely Lucille from the Giants and and Fredbird for the Cardinals. I really like him also, but there's actually two Fredbirds. 
Because people don't know that. There's actually two people that do Fredbird. They just, one guy goes in, they take a break, and the other guy goes out. That's crazy. That's teamwork right there. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice teamwork. As long as you can't tell, that's my thing. It's like, as long as you can't, you know, as long as there's consistency, I guess. Yeah, they're the same same height and everything. So, but I think Lucille is because he he has he found the part that a lot of mascots don't figure out is family and home and and how to interact with people and how to have fun. I think Lucille is probably the funnest one out there. Yeah, I definitely like his stuff. And if it's the same dude from Behind the Mask, like he was cool. So. <laughs> Exactly. Like, yeah, he seemed like a cool guy. He was like positive vibes and stuff. So fun. Yeah, and you have to have that in mascoting or you're not going to last long. Yeah. And so do you have any advice? Just just get out there and, and do it. Just especially with the younger crowds. They, uh, well, especially diabetics, they're told by a lot of people not to do things. And that's just wrong it's they just go out there and do it it doesn't matter what kind of illness you have as long as you say stay safe and listen to your body you're gonna be good yeah do you have any shout outs to anyone whoever (laughs) oh my girlfriend for larissa for uh making me eat well and and doing all that stuff, getting my A1C the lowest it could be. That's awesome. Yeah, shout out to her. Yeah, got to stay healthy. And anyone else or any anything else? Any last words? No, just have fun and have a good time. Alrighty. Well, I want to thank you for talking with me. I really appreciate it. I mean, it's it's tough. I mean, it's gotten easier, I guess. I mean, you reached out to me and I appreciate that. And I honestly did not think I'd be at episode 19 when I was struggling to get like five. But yeah, like I just appreciate anyone who who emails me, like especially like if you email me like first, I'm like, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much for reaching out. And um, thanks for taking the time to talk with me. I really appreciate it. And thank you. You have a great day. <laughs> thanks. You too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. And that was it for episode number 19. So if you don't want to hear me talk about (laughs) my experience uh, being the Easter Bunny for my part-time job, you could just shut off the the episode right here uh, because that's probably what I'm going to talk about for the rest of the episodes minus my usual shout outs for, you know, my social media and all that. So if this is your first time listening, I have a part-time job working for a city and we had our extravaganza, which is our Easter egg uh, festival this past Saturday. And I requested to be the bunny and I actually got it. There was two bunnies. I didn't know that. I don't remember being there two bunnies, but they're exactly the same. So maybe I just thought I was seeing the same bunny for the past couple years. Um, So yeah, it was a lot of fun. There was a lot of drama, but I got to be the Easter bunny. I had to share the suit and that's where the drama came in. I had a coworker who would just not take no for an answer. Like she was set on being the bunny, even though our supervisor and the bunny who's the chick who's been the bunny for the past six years told her like, Hey, like Denise is going to be the bunny this year and whatever. I don't care. I didn't mind. I had a fun time, you know, 
next year i'll probably ask to be again like if she just would have let me be the bunny i was like dude you could have this next year i explained like we explained everyone got how everyone knew about the podcast and how this was just going to be an experience to talk about on the show except for her like she just didn't get it and i was like whatever dude you're being a bleep i don't care like i'm having fun and if you want to share the sweaty costume like i don't care yeah whatever (laughs) next year we'll fight for the bunny again because like if that's how you want to be like i can play that game whatever anyways i feel like the universe like knew that i deserved to experience every single mascot story that you guys have ever told me in one day since it was the only time that i was going to be in a character suit and yeah, dude, I cannot see. It was it was crazy how I could not see to my left. And let me tell you, this Easter Bunny costume was so cheap. There was no strap for your chin. You just put it on your head. When you turned, there was no, like you had to turn your shoulders because it was resting on my shoulders. Like there was nothing holding this thing up. Like it was, it was weird. Um, so yeah, I couldn't see. I had these generic like, slip on bunny slippers so i had to like walk really funny my ankle was already killing me like i went running at the gym this past week and i messed it up and so i was having to just lift i mean you're on the grass man you had to just lift up your feet as much as you could so you didn't trip over anything so that was the costume i guess so i go out and the first person who i took picture with was just shoving their baby in my face like un besito un besito if you don't know spanish that means like a a kiss right she wanted her like little toddler to kiss the bunny suit and she just was in such did you get it hon did you get un besito un besito and i was like oh my god like get this kid out of my face why would you want your kid to kiss this dirty suit anyways it's actually pretty clean but uh oh my gosh so we didn't even get to our next spot which we were trying to stay in the shade, but this adult, one of the vendors, so it's this huge event. We have vendors there promoting local businesses, right? Grabbed me, like took me away from my handler. I should mention that I had a handler. We were switching out, right? Back and forth between me and the crazy bleep. <laughs> uh, so this this vendor just grabbed me. She's like, Easter Bunny, Easter Bunny. She's like, can you take a picture over here by your vendor? The crazy bleep, okay, is a great worker okay but she even she could not save me because this lady just grabbed me started pulling me and it's not a kid pulling on me it's an adult pulling on me and i don't want like i'm if i resist i'm gonna tip over because of these feet right so she drags me over to her booth i mean my coworker was like we are not allowed to be with the vendors. We have to be out with the kids and the actual participants of the event that are paying, you know, for their wristbands. And she was like, oh, just one second. Had me standing there, like, she wanted me to shoot a basketball. And, uh, like, I couldn't see. Like, I was like, where's the ball? I was, like, pointing. I was like, time. And I was stomping my foot. And I tried to turn around. She's like, no, no, no. She kept grabbing me. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, what the heck is going on? So and there was cones. I was like, dude, I can't see. So I'm like looking down and looking up at her. I was I'm doing it like right now because I was like exaggerated movements. I I was trying to express that I was not happy. And so they there's my hand was like, dude, step over the cones. Like they're like, here's the ball. One more shot. And I was like, oh, my God. So I'm trying to, you know, like bend my knees and shoot for the hoop. Like I can't that I couldn't see. 
And then, like, yeah, we just walked away. That was just horrible, horrible adults, you guys. Don't ever do that. <laughs> the way that I mess with the kids is I like to make fun of them. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I try to, like, mimic them. So I had this one little kid who was all grumpy and he just had his arms crossed and he stomped up to me. And so I crossed my arms and I stomped <laughs> forward towards him and he stopped and he threw down his arms to his side and he just started laughing. And then we took the picture and then afterwards he turned around and grabbed my hand and he was like, you're coming home with me. <laughs> and in my head, I'm thinking like I was laughing and I was thinking like, no, dude, you're way too young. But um, he started pulling my arm, but I just pulled back and obviously I could resist him because he was a five year old. And then his parents called him and that was the end of that. So we were walking to another spot and then some kids came up to me and started pulling at my arm saying, hey, bunny. It was kind of really creepy because <laughs> like some kids are creepy. I don't know. Because uh, he went up to me and he was like, bunny, what are you doing out of your cage? How did you get out of your cage? And I was like, why are you talking like that? Come with me. I'm going to take you back to your cage. And I was like, What? creepy kid and my handler was just no don't touch the bunny we got to get to our next spot so yeah that happened and then and there was some crazy teens dude i knew something was up because they tried to stop me and they were taking pictures just of me right and i was like okay and so i was taking pictures for the most part everyone was it was kids or it was you know teens but they just wanted a selfie like girls and so this family came up and the teens were in there and I didn't know that they were part of the family. Like I was with a kid and then the teens jumped in, right? And all of a sudden I feel like pressure on my shoulders. So I like move up my my arms and I'm just making like a bunch of movement. And I guess they tried, I don't know if they were trying to take off the head or just like squish it on top of me, like to break it. Cause I just felt like a bunch of pressure, like someone was pushing down on the head I didn't really feel it lift up, but I felt hands like kind of coming up on my shoulder because the suit covered most of my shoulders. So at that point, I just started waving. It was really hard to describe because I know they were behind me, but I couldn't see behind me. So I just started like flailing my arms, like waving my arms and just like touching like my like my ears and just like I was fixing my ears, but I was making a lot of movement, but try like being careful not to kick the little kid because I knew there was a little kid in front of me and then my hander was like hey like stop what are you doing like no like you're done like go away you're not taking a picture so and then the kid one of the kid was like when the teens was like hey like can I take a picture with your head and I just like I was like no I was like go away I just like waved him away and we kept going um the worst thing that probably happened was <laughs> a kid came up to me I'm like, dude, I'm the Easter Bunny. Why would you ask this? Can you dab? Oh my gosh. I was like, seriously, dude? So I did the stupid dab and parents are the worst. Oh my gosh. So I took a picture with the kid and then he was like, okay, now dab. And I was like, damn it. Well, like now I have to do it. So I was talking to someone afterwards because I posted that. I was like, dude, somewhere out there in the world is a picture of me in a bunny costume, you know, <laughs> doing the dab, right? 
and uh someone messaged me and was like dude i just pretend like i don't know what it is <laughs> and i was like dang it i should have done that i've never done the dab until that that time and that was the only time i did it um i actually went up onto the stage and was part of the dance contest so everyone said i was killing it so i guess that's a good thing right because <laughs> there's like a killing it in a bad way i feel like and then there's the good way so i'm i just took it for a positive um yeah we were dancing it was the two bunnies the quote twins and and mcgruff were up there so uh yeah it was pretty fun and th but that like that's what got me hot because i was i kept moving and the stage was out in the sun like it was not in the shade and so i had to go in after after that i was only in there for half an hour of the first shift and then an hour of the next shift because they kind of just dragged me onto the stage right at a, as I was supposed to go in like for my break at a half an hour but it was cool like yeah it was just fun to interact with all the kids um to see all the the scared kids I think that's hilarious I tried you know to get down on their level I tried to play peekaboo I tried to run away if they got freaked out you know pretend that I was scared too but that for the most part if they were scared like they, they weren't coming near me or even my coworker who I was sharing the suit with. I really, I just can't believe how many parents just don't realize that you're someone in a suit and they're calling you bunny and they're calling you he, even though it was okay. I'm, I'm not, not sure if you could tell. I mean, I saw the picture of myself. I was like, yeah, you could tell that I'm a girl, sort of. I'm talking about my boobs here. Okay. Like, I'm small, but, you know, I thought you could tell. My coworker, on the other hand, like, she was busty. You could tell that she was a girl. And I, it's like, obviously, there's a girl in there, but we put bows on the bunny's like ears so they kept saying like she on the stage i kept saying like we were referring to the bunnies as she's like i gotta take her in for water she's getting hot like you know like and everyone just saw we were boys but anyways but the parents just like oh my gosh took so much time taking pictures of their kids we couldn't i couldn't get people there was lines forming and I tried to, you know, announce like next, like, alrighty, time's up. We got to get things rolling. Bunny's going to go in soon. We want to get through as many people as possible. Parents just did not give a crap. And then, oh, when we cut off the line, parents were going to get, I'm just one more person. And I was like, no, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sticking to my guns. I'm being, I'm telling you, I'm being super strict. And these are my instructions. I have to cut off the line right here. And you can follow us to our next spot or you can wait till the bunny comes out like in 10 minutes, right? Oh my gosh. Parents were just not having it. They were taking forever. They wouldn't have their phones out. They were, oh my gosh, it, the things they would ask you. And we told people, I didn't feel comfortable holding kids. And then until the second time I was out there, what the first time they kind of just shoved it in my arms and I, and I actually said no to a few people because they were like really tiny babies. I just, I didn't feel comfortable holding the kids because of my hands, like the, the covers on my hands. It were just like thumbs and they were just mittens. You know what I mean? So I just didn't feel comfortable. And I was like, oh my God. So I was like, I was like, don't drop the baby. Don't drop the baby when they finally started giving me kids. And, um, and if they were scared, like me and my coworkers said, like no screaming babies. Like if they're scared, like just 
don't even because then at that point they're pushing back dude they could slip and everything we were warning parents ahead of time and there was this one lady when i was out of the suit i was in her shot i was like ma'am ma'am can you please take your child it doesn't look like they're having fun i don't think your child is okay right now can you please like we'd prefer that your that the bunny isn't holding a scared child can you please pick up your child will you please grab your child nope like i was in your shot what were you taking a picture of like me and my big old hat like what the heck just was trying to go around me and I was like and I'm not about to grab someone else's child you know what I mean so I was just forced to my I I can imagine like her and like the suit and the face that she was making so parents are horrible I I almost vowed never to take a picture with another mascot but I know I wouldn't be able to do that I just like I just have to be more aware of like dude like one picture and don't bother them because parents are crazy. I mean, of course I knew that, but I didn't think, oh, it just reminds you that they're that bad. I had one dude like tap me on the arm and he was like, good job, bunny. He's like, good job in there. And then I was like, oh, well, at least he realizes there's someone in here. I just want to thank my bosses because yeah, like they had said that I was going to be the bunny. And even though I had to share this suit. They actually put me on light duty in the morning. So I wasn't setting up canopies and tables and chairs in the morning. In the afternoon, I had to tear down. But like, I just appreciate my bosses because they know me and the other girl that was, that has been the bunny this whole time that we have full time jobs and like to go in on a Saturday, like for that, that long shift with really no break is tough. So they knew that was like day six, like, and we're on our feet like all the time, like during the week. So yeah, I was just grateful that I got kind of an easy shift in the morning and bunny was cool it was fun oh yeah and then i had one little girl (laughs) who was like holding my hand and she was i guess i had my hands open and i don't know i just they were my hands i (laughs) i honestly didn't know what to do with my hands the first couple times but she started feeling like in between and she's like i can feel your fingers and i was like what the heck (laughs) and so i try to like close them but she was trying to pry them open (laughs) Oh man, kids are weird, you guys. I mean, I know that, but typically developing kids are even more weird than kids with special needs. So (laughs) I just want to say I really appreciate mascots even more so after this experience. The first time I was in the zoo, there wasn't a lot of interaction like with the kids. It was more just at an assembly. So it was cool to like interact with the kids. And man, you guys go through a lot. I mean, crazy parents, like I appreciate you guys, you know that. Uh, crazy parents, crazy kids, a lot of just creepy touching. Like the kids are like right, like right in that spot. I'm just like, oh my God, like they're basically hugging your crotch and it's just like <laughs> and rubbing on your butt. Like, I'm like what the heck? Um, <laughs> so that's odd. And then, yeah, when the parents are like rubbing your arm or your leg, like just soft bunny, soft bunny. I was like, dude, like what the heck? Like don't touch me oh man you guys go through so much and i was only in it for a total of an hour and a half and all that stuff happened so i can't imagine everyone and all their stories but you know that's why i'm here (laughs) yeah so i think that's it thanks for listening to my uh stories about being the easter bunny it was super fun i would totally do it again yeah if you would like to be on the show i don't have episode 20 recorded yet i'm trying to schedule this week with one person for sure um so yeah if you'd like to record with me please contact me at contact at mascotdiaries.com 
Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Mascot Diaries. If you would like some stickers, a couple people hit me up for some stickers. So just DM me your address and I will send you over some stickers. And I think that's it. Thanks for listening and take care. Thank you.